0: Yeah. you couldn't help it i know you felt it green and white white and green who are we the celtics who are we the celtics who are we the celtics all right celtics fans we are back to another episode of boston celtics game day recap i'm your host guy deep and the celtics beat the Cavs, 117-113 this game was not as close as the final score states the celtics were up by 15 with I had three minutes left and then just imploded. Uh, But for pretty much the entire second half, the Celtics had complete control of this game. Uh, Really fun one to watch through and through. We saw Tatum get back to normal, uh, which is great to see. But going to follow today's podcast. Same as usual. Run through player of the game. Run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, That section will be short here. But talk about all those things. Talk about where the Celtics stand in the Eastern Conference at this point. It has been some movement. so. To get things started, got to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. This was a really, really good performance from Jason Tatum. And honestly, it started terrible. He had two points after the first quarter on one of four from the field, and he played like 10 minutes. Uh, so a really poor start for Jason Tatum. However, he gets 15 points in the second, goes into halftime with 17, then puts up another 18 points. 35 points after the third quarter. He sat the first, I don't know, four four or five minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, But Jason Tatum just went nuclear. Like after starting one for four, he ended the night 13 of 21, four of six from three, 41 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. He was two assists shy of a 40-point triple-double. Jason Tatum, like this was his game. It was absolutely a monster performance from Jason Tatum, uh, which is great. You know, we were literally just talking about it last game where Jason Tatum's kind of been struggling since the all-star break, you know, and normally we're used to seeing him come out post all-star break and he looks like a brand new Tatum. Like he looks like the best version of himself right after the all-star break every year. that's how it's been. And it really wasn't the case this year. Right first 3 4 games, first 3 games back, Jason Tatum didn't really look too hot. But tonight just brushed all of the dust off and just tore up this Cavaliers team. Uh so really solid performance from him as well. Uh but you look, you've got a bunch of guys that stepped up. We've got Al Horford 23 and 11, Robert Williams 11 and 11. So three guys with double doubles. Al Horford was Incredible in this one. Absolutely incredible. And he's done really well for a large majority of this season. Uh, but like 23 points, 11 rebounds, six of eight from three. This guy looked like one of the best three point shooters in the history of the NBA. Every time it left his hands, you thought it was going in. And this is kind of how we were with, you know, Derek White, just any of his shots over the last, you know, three weeks. Al Horford tonight was incredible, both sides of the ball. This was a really solid game overall from him, um, and it they came in big moments, like big moments when the Celtics really needed buckets. The Cavs were going on a run uh, late in this one, got it down to like eleven or twelve. Al Horford hits a huge corner three, and it just seemed like every single one of his six three point makes was in a big moment. So you got to give Al some credit. Thirty three minutes in this one. Played a decent amount, right? And just went out there and was an absolute stud. Like, looks so good. So good. And his running mate, Robert Williams, was right up there with him. It's not like Robert Williams went out there and was hitting threes. Uh, However, 11 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal, two blocks, a team high, plus nine. Robert Williams, this was the best that we have seen him all year long. This was vintage Robert Williams, defensively absolute menace. A little bit more aggressive uh, at the rim tonight than he has been in the past. Obviously, we talked about it last game. He was pretty aggressive at the rim last game, Uh, but this was a really solid overall game for Robert Williams defensively. I thought it was probably the best he's looked, Uh, and offensively he contributed as well. This wasn't a game where you know he relied strictly. On alley-oops, he did have a couple offensive rebounds that he looked solid in. Three offensive rebounds, had some putbacks. So this, this is Robert Williams stepping up, playing at a very high level on both ends of the floor. You know, People want to say that he's only a defensive player. He doesn't have an offensive game. He spaces the floor in a different way. Obviously, Al Horford spaces the floor because he can shoot threes. Robert Williams spaces the floor because people need to stay attached to him. Really solid game overall from him, uh, and then on top of you know those three guys, it was a it was a meh game from Jalen Brown. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was bad; it wasn't good. Like six of fifteen from the field, so you know it is what it is. End of the night, sixteen points, three rebounds, four assists. Thought he moved the ball pretty well, uh, but Marcus Martin, this one was probably one of the best defensive games we've seen from him in a long time. This was not a game where outon really did much on the offensive end uh, which I know a lot of people are gonna sit there and say that he never does it's not true he contributes he's a playmaker he's the guy that moves the ball a lot uh, but at the end of the night 14 points two assists so low there but three steals and some of his plays like also forced a jump ball on uh, Jared Allen too or not Jared Allen uh, Mobley. So Marcus Smart was everywhere. Every single place the Cavs turned, Marcus Smart was there. Whether he poking the ball out, forcing shot clock violations, doing whatever he can, he was making all of the right plays on the defensive end. It was a really, really impressive night. Uh, overall, struggle from the field, 3 of 11 from the field, did make two of his three three-point attempts tonight. So overall, you look, solid night from him as well. Um, outside of that, I mean – as well as our benches played for the majority of this season, this wasn't really a game where we saw a ton of it. You know, Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White both played 23, 25 minutes, respectively. It's not like they went out and played a ton. I kind of would expect more minutes from both of those guys. Uh, they were whatever. They weren't really great in this one. So you had the bench not really do much. Overall, they scored 12 points. So that is a hundred and five points from your starters today, and they came in unlikely places. Obviously, Jason Tatum went out and did his thing, but Al Horford giving you twenty-three, Robert Williams giving you eleven, like those are two guys that not like they not like they don't score right, but they're not guys that are going out giving you a twenty-three and eleven on a, a regular night. So the fact that every single one of our starters. Was in double digits tonight, was impressive. Love to see it. And after the absolute like stinker from beyond the arc last game, the Celtics came out and just dominated in that end of the field, on that end of the court. Sixteen of thirty-two, so that number significantly lower than last game. But the uh, three-point percentage is fifty percent. You're going to win games when you're shooting fifty percent from three. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised with the rate that they were falling, that they didn't take more of them. Uh, But overall, solid game. I I think that this was probably the best ball movement that we've seen in a long time. Shots weren't falling at at all points. Uh, But in the first quarter, there were like five straight possessions where the ball touched every single person on the team's hand before a shot went up. It was absolutely beautiful to watch. Uh, and then he kind of continued it throughout 27 assists in this one uh, on 39 makes pretty solid. You know, they did get a lot of points from the free throw line, 23 points from the free throw line in this one. Uh, but then on top of that, you look at the, the transition points like this Celtics kind of thrives, you know, getting to the line 23 of 20, 28 is solid from the free throw line. Uh, but then you look at the fast break points, six, Sixteen fast break points on the night for the Celtics. I think the this is one of the of uh, teams in Cleveland, and they really have the ability on a on a half court defense to really shut you down and force you into tough shots. Obviously, you know the Celtics have a lot of guys that can go out create opportunities for themselves, uh, but they didn't really need to because they got out in transition a ton in this one and. It's just beautiful basketball. This is what the Celtics do really well. Jalen Brown, one of the best transition players in the NBA. Jason Tatum, really solid in transition. And when you have a guy like Marcus Smart, like Robert Williams, making huge defensive plays, you have the ability to get out in transition and make these plays. And the Celtics did a good job of it tonight. Again, when you're getting 23 points from free throws and then 16 from fast break points, you're setting yourself up for a huge game on the offensive end. Right. That was, you know, what we saw tonight. And it was just beautiful to see. So overall, solid win for the Celtics. Uh, what? At least from a, uh, a rosterman perspective rotations go. So I want to dive into all of that before we dive into some of the negatives, some of the rotations and kind of where the Celtics stand. I want to take a quick break for where from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell hemp farms, Hopewell hemp farms, your only source for the highest quality American grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work One thing is for certain, as you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at hopewellhempfarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so wanted to dive through some of the negatives here. This section, I'll keep it short because, honestly, offensively, this is one of the better games we've seen in a long time for the Celtics. Uh, I do think the ball movement was incredible in this one. Uh, And despite twice the not being one of the highest that we've seen from an assist standpoint, I I thought they moved the ball really, really well. Uh, The one negative that you kind of take from this was the Celtics on a, a defensive standpoint, while they did look great, at times, you look at the numbers and you're seeing Donovan Mitchell with 44. You're seeing Garland 29. Those are two guards, right? And I know this is one of the things that perimeter defense has been something the Celtics have kind of struggled with uh, a lot this season. And it's super surprising considering the personnel that we have, right? You've got Marcus Smart, who tonight defensively was fantastic, Right. Robert Williams covering things up at the rim. And then you've still got guards, Garland and Mitchell, going off and scoring all this, all these points. Right Tonight, that was one of the, the issues that I kind of ran into. I think overall, we weren't really getting out to the three-point line as much. There were still a lot of going under screens and not as much switching as we've kind of seen. And Garland and Mitchell took advantage of it. You know, Garland, five of nine from three, Mitchell, four of 12. So that's really not great, right? 33%. I mean, it's below league average. But either way, you're looking at 12 points just from three from Mitchell, 15 from Garland, right? Like there are still some issues the Celtics need to work through from a defensive standpoint. But overall, that's about it from a negative standpoint in this game. I think the Celtics overall, I mean, in the first quarter, we gave up twelve second chance points because of offensive rebounds that we gave up to the Cavs. That number was like negligible at the end of the game. I think they ended the game with like sixteen or eighteen second chance points. So the Celtics really cleaned that up. After a really tough first quarter, they cleaned it up on that the offensive rebounding side of the ball. So overall, you look at this game, it's it's a good win right? The Celtics found themselves up by 20 late in the fourth and let the Cavaliers go on a run, right? And that's the that's the other issue with this game. We scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. So offensively, we started doing a lot of, you know, my ball, your ball, not as much team ball, and the ball movement kind of stopped, right? It was a lot of you know Jalen Brown trying to create offense when Jason Tatum was out in the beginning it was a lot of Jason Tatum coming in after and slowing the pace and trying to play in the half court which is the Cleveland Cavaliers strength right so they still have some things to to figure out on that end because when you're up keep playing the way that you're playing we were playing upbeat all night long we ran the pace of this game And fourth quarter comes, we have a big lead. They stop doing it. They stop moving the ball. They started playing ISO. And you can't do it, especially against a team like the Caps. Like, their record doesn't really reflect how talented they are. 39 and 26, like, they're better than their record. And they've won seven of their last three or seven of their last ten prior to tonight. So, it's, you know, they're playing good basketball right now. Celtics can't go out and stop moving the ball, start playing iso, especially after ball movement really reigned supreme all night long. Uh, so that's the other, th- those are really the two big things that the Celtics like still need to figure out. Again, it wasn't a perfect game. However, the Celtics did play really well for the large majority of this game. Uh, now, the one thing that really surprised me today uh, was the rotations. From Joe Missoula. So we saw, again, healthy starting five, one of very few times this season that it's happened. First big man off the bench, Mike Muscala. Actually, only big man off the bench. So we saw a lot of Celtics going small, or big minutes for Robert Williams and Al Horford. Muscala played 11 minutes in this one. Celtics went small, a lot. And this is a Cavaliers team that's pretty big. With Allen and Mobley. And, you know, both of those guys played good minutes, 39 minutes for both Allen and Mobley. You would think that the Celtics would have opted to go a little bit bigger in this matchup. And the one guy that got left out of the rotation here is Grant Williams. This is the first game since May of 2021 that Grant Williams was available and was a DNP CD did not play coach's decision this was the first game in 2 years that Grant was available and didn't play and you look back to last game 16 minutes the game before that don't think it was that much either grant williams is seeing his minutes decline right and i don't i don't want to sit here and say i get it but at the same time, like if he's going out there, he's gotta be a plus in the offensive end. And there have been games where he certainly has, and he's looked like he is that $20 million player. And then there are games where he goes out there and is looking lost in the offensive end, tries to do too much, and is a negative. I know like he's still a very good defender, I know he's a he's still more than likely going to be a huge rotational player for the Celtics down the run, down the stretch. I still 100% wholeheartedly believe that. I still think Grant Williams has a huge role on this team uh, as, as a guy that can go out, defend uh, really strong guys, and hit the three ball. And there's a spot for guys like him in the league. Right now, I don't know if he just pissed Joe Mizzoula off because this seemed like a matchup where... A guy like Grant would have made a lot of sense because he can go out there and he can defend Mobley. He can defend Jared Allen. He can go out there, run the floor, space the floor. This seemed like a matchup that would be good for him. Instead, they went with Muscala. And honestly, it wasn't really uh, a huge minutes game for Muscala either. So it's a little, little confusing. I know I said that at the end of the last podcast too. The rotations last game, confusing. Tonight, little confusing again uh Celtics pull off the win so be it so we're gonna we're gonna end it there and just be happy at this point but with the Eastern Conference standings Milwaukee just seems like they're never gonna lose again seems like they're gonna win the next 14 NBA championships because no team in the NBA can beat them they have won 16 straight games, including tonight against Orlando. Uh, and Orlando seemed to give them a little bit of a problem early on, but the Bucks just pulled it off. 45 and 17, so they still uh, have a half-game lead over the Celtics at this point, uh, who are eight and two in their last ten. I said in the last podcast, the Celtics did not lose first place. The Milwaukee Bucks won first place. When you win 16 straight games, if you're not in first place, there's an issue, right? It means you are so far behind that you just shot yourself in the foot early on. And that wasn't the case. But the fact that they've won 16 straight games and the Celtics are still only a half game back is pretty impressive. Obviously, you want the, the first seed. Health is more important. I've said I said it last podcast. I'll say it, you know, 10, 10 days from now, 10 games from now, whatever it may be. Health is the most important thing heading into playoffs. And the fact that we are healthy right now and we're getting to, you know, get our starting five, our preferred starting five back into the mix and figuring out what they can do together this year, because you know, talents have changed, guys look different, guys are playing different. uh, there still is an adjustment period. So, health is the most important thing. Try to get these guys familiar with each other at this point. Uh, overall, solid game for the Celtics, though. That's where we're going to wrap things up. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah. You put I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we, the Celtics? Who are we, the Celtics?